Are earthquakes and volcanic eruptions taking place more often? This week, the Jackalopes look at geological events and discuss if they could be evidence of polar shift. This episode of Jackalopes Explore is brought to you by Sheridan Stationery Books and Gifts, located at 535 North Main Street in Sheridan. Stop by today to peruse books, stationery, gifts, sports cards, and more. Or visit us at SheridanStationeryBooks.com. I'm Floyd Whiting. Uh, I'm Aaron Linden. I'm Steve Sisson. And I'm Emmy Whiting. I put my shirt on inside out today. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's still like that, actually. Yeah. Sometimes, you oh, know, yeah. it's nice. a thermal. Yeah. I, th- I think the they thermals work either either yeah. direction. Yeah. Really. It's underneath the other one. It doesn't matter. There's this great movie called Finding Forrester, and it's got Sean Connery in it. And this kid becomes like his assistant or something like that. And he has to go buy Sean Connery some new socks. Well, when Sean Connery gets these socks, he puts them on inside out. And he makes a fantastic argument that the sock is made incorrectly. That the seam should yeah. go on the outside mm. instead of the inside. That is a good point. Where it can annoy your toes. Mm-hmm. See, I totally knew that, and that's why it happened. There you go. <laughs> he the put seam's on, on the outside. He put them in and he goes, oh, shocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shocks. Yeah. <laughs> Got a brand new pair of shocks. <laughs> All right. We're your jackalopes. And I do want to say that uh, this was a subject that we came up with somewhat last minute because Aaron was talking about some... Uh, geological events going on in the world that i wasn't aware of and and i'm I'm usually pretty good about uh keeping up on this kind of stuff so we're gonna jump right over to aaron and and Mm -hmm. learn what's happening in the world today and and why we chose to actually discuss this of all things aaron all right well buckle up people because (laughs) so here's the funny thing so we were we were talking about a bunch of different events, like Acapulco getting wiped off the face of the planet. Mm. And Floyd's like, what? And I'm like, right, because the current news cycle is like war, protest, protest, upcoming election, 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 war, wash, rinse, repeat. (laughs) And that's all that we're hearing about Mm -hmm. because that's the narrative. That's what they want us to hear. Floyd had mentioned, he's like, well, because that gets ratings and it's newsworthy. And I'm like, yeah, but so is all of this crazy crap that's going on. Because right now, we're not hearing about the crazy geographical happenings or wild weather that's taking place around the world, literally as we speak. So that's kind of why we're doing this topic today. And like Floyd alluded to, we kind of wait until a day before, two days before, because the 2023 bingo card is a little banana. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. You never know I mean, what's going like, to happen. Oh, uh, there's a storm, but Congress is covering UFOs. Like, mm-hmm. you just don't know what you're wanting to cover. So anyway, on October 25th, right, there's a tropical storm off the coast of Mexico in the Pacific. 50-mile-an-hour winds, everybody's like, meh, it's a little storm, no big deal. Within 12 hours, Hurricane Otis, and pay attention to Hurricane, because it was a tropical storm, 50-mile-an-hour winds, hit, made landfall at 1.25 a.m. in the morning, right? Caught everybody flat-footed, because when everybody went to bed, hours before, 50 miles an hour, 
Within 12 hours, it became a Category 5 hurricane with sustained winds of 165 miles an hour. A Category wow. 5. In 12 hours. Holy cow. Right. So it hits, makes landfall. Insane. Um, the rapid increase in wind speed is something that they had never seen. And it was the biggest hurricane to hit the eastern Pacific in the satellite era. It damaged 80% of the hotels in that district. And if you've ever been to Acapulco, you know it's all hotels and, like, touristy businesses right. and stuff. 96% of businesses in Acapulco were wiped out. Oh, my wow. God. $3.4 billion in damage in Mexico, right? So, I mean, it was huge. There's, there's just now starting to recover, get roadways clear and whatever. Where was that? How did how did you not know about it? How did people I, not I hear about it? I hadn't heard about it either. No. Right? Yeah. Insane. So is that a cover-up? Or is it just we're being spoon-fed all the rest of this other crap because this just wasn't that important? Then we have, like, you know, we covered the mysterious wildfires in Lahaina that were the deadliest wildfires in U.S. history in over a century. Then, currently, this is literally happening right now. In the last 24 hours... There have been over 2,800 earthquakes in Iceland. No. In Iceland. Google it. Go look it up. That is horrifying. <laughs> 2,800 yeah. in 24 hours. 2,800. Uh, it's predictatory of an imminent volcanic explosion that could obliterate the Rakenens Peninsula and the 4,000-person town of Grindavak with lava flows that could flow for what they're predicting up to two to three weeks. My God. I mean, devastating. As well, this is going to disrupt air travel during the week's worth of the lava flows and the atmospheric ash clouds, which could actually disrupt flights to Europe and back for up to a few months mm -hmm. even. Now, this is happening right now. Then we've got the re recent torrential rainfall in the city of Durna, Libya, right? Libya is really known for their rainy season. No. <laughs> Not at all. And then the eastern global heat wave in Europe, um, in Xinjiang, China, they set heat records. They were over 126 degrees, the hottest that they've ever seen Ugh. since they started recording um, heat temperatures. 126 degrees. 126 degrees. degrees sustained for several days on end. And that was the, the peak. It was floating around in yeah. there for a long time. My God. But that was the peak. You could literally bake cookies. You, yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Then you've got Hong Kong, where in just this last August, it was the heaviest rain since the authorities started keeping track 140 years ago. Then you've got Mount Mehran in the Philippines that's on the brink of explosion. They actually just categorized it up to an alert level four out of five. And this would be the first time that that went off since 2014. And then literally a devastating hailstorm in Johannesburg, South Africa, that took out buildings were collapsing due to the weight of the hail that was occurring there. And that was yesterday. Actually, I think it was like 13 hours ago. So the big question is, does this all lead to pole shift? Who knows? We have an episode on that, by the way. So check <laughs> that do. out if yeah. you haven't seen that. It's something to, you know, definitely watch before you go to bed. <laughs> but then this brings up also, because of where we're located, the Yellowstone Caldera. 
So imagine a cube six miles across, six miles deep, and six miles high. That's how much lava is contained within the caldera. It's for, the caldera itself is 45 miles by 30 miles in size, making it the biggest in the world. Every year on average, any guess as to how many earthquakes Yellowstone has? Honestly, I would guess somewhere in over 100. Okay. That would be my guess. Emmy? Oh, gosh, I didn't even know there was earthquakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> how bad was. is that? I only got here like three years ago. That's, that's true. My, I would, that's I would say excuse. it's like 100 a week. Yeah, it's it's anywhere from fifteen hundred to three thousand annually. My God. Wow. Which means there's stuff going on. Now most of those earthquakes are not perceivable by humans. Like you're standing there, you're not gonna feel, you know, a point eight or a one point two necessarily. So most of it's only detectable via um seismographs, things like that. It's tremors. Tremors, exactly. Right? Yeah. But all the smaller Great earthquakes movie. might not necessarily lead up to the big one, but it is indicative that there's massive amounts of energy going on under Yellowstone. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at a fault line and there's small earthquakes, mm -hmm. what that is is the relief of pressure. Tectonic plates. Right, so you, you, you actually want small earthquakes because that means that it hasn't locked itself up and they're just pushing, 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 pushing until finally something breaks and you've got a big one yeah right. you want yep. these small earthquakes to occur that way i know that the tectonic plates are moving and not building up this massive amount of pressure right. it's kind of like so, growing pains for kids <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. I, it's gonna hurt but but it's not gonna hurt as much as if you know all of a sudden it just stops uh so you know i'm uh, i if there's a geologist out there and i say something wrong i'm sorry but we are Most, not professionals yeah, or scientists. Yeah, we're not scientists. That is just, let's put that out there right now. But it, it comes to the idea that I think most geologists are hoping for like these small, you know, 0.5s, 1.5s, oh, little tiny things that are going on because that shows that, yes, everything's moving the way that it's supposed to move and not locking up. Right. But 3,000 is a lot. That's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. So oddly, once one volcano kicks off, which is likely going to happen in Iceland, like within 24, 48 hours, I would imagine. Once one kicks off in one place, other lava flows and volcanic processes could kick off. Because it's like a relief of pressure. Correct. Yeah. And if it happens in one place, that can have geographical you know, impacts on other places, depending upon how close they are, what the tectonic plates that they sit on are, what that underground lava flow looks like. Because as we all know, I mean, we sit on lava and we just spin around it mm -hmm. on the continents. So that's pole shift. If, if the poles shift, we're spinning into all the water, the water wipes us out, whatever. Which brings us to the ring of fire. Which so, is in the Pacific, which is why it's so kind of crazy that right. this huge event, not like it's never happened before and it's not common in its own right, but, you know, this isn't ring of fire volcano. This is Europe. This is Correct. on the other side of the world. That's the thing, though. It's on the other side of the world. And you go, okay, what, what could the correlation be for that? Is, is, are things tipping enough that, that it's going to have an impact across you know, all the gambits of the universe or the, the world? Who knows? But the Ring of Fire is a 40,000-kilometer zone that passes through 15 different countries that are dotted with volcanoes. 
452 volcanoes, to be precise. And it's a horseshoe pattern that wraps around the Pacific Ocean from basically the east, eastern, southeastern coast of Australia all the way up through the Philippines and almost into India, across China, Russia, uh, Alaska, down the west coast of the United States, all the way down to Tierra del Fuego in South America. So 452 volcanoes in that region. Around 90% of the world's biggest earthquakes happen along the Ring of Fire. Mm -hmm. Well, there's one volcano... The, which one was it? In the Philippines, it was the, I had it here just a second ago. Bear with me, people. It's like the Maya, Mayan, <laughs> whatever, that I said is getting ready to kick off. Well, if that kicks off and the one in Iceland kicks off, what is the ramification of that? That's what we don't know. That's what's kind of scary about this kind whole of? thing right so <laughs> slightly <laughs> is it indication of pole shift who knows is it further evidence that planet x planet nine naburu is getting closer and having some sort of pull on this is it possibly due to chemtrails because once one volcano goes off and there's that amount of ash in the air occluding the sun there was some data that i found that said that can actually have an impact and effect of other volcanoes because of whatever the gases, aerosols, and ash are that are released in the silica and whatever, that it can actually impact other volcanoes to erupt. Now, I don't know what the scientific backing for that is, but it's also kind of the same stuff that's in chemtrails. Is it weather control? Is it the harp thing that we've covered? I don't know. We've done shows on all those. Go check them out. <laughs> like, subscribe, comment, whatever <laughs> the YouTubers say. Um, smash that like button. Yeah, smash and, that. And yeah. hit the notification bell. Right. Yes, oh, hey, notification But so it's just incredible, one, that people are absolutely out of tune with, with the non-mainstream news. Like, where do I get a lot of this stuff? God only knows. I, I read a lot of just different stuff, and one thing takes you down the Jack Lope hole to the next, and on and on. And But so, one, mainstream media is not doing you justice. You're not getting news. You're getting that. I've been preaching that for I don't know how well, many years. And it's funny because I tell people, because they're like, Jack Lopes, what's that about? And I'm like, oh, you know, ghosts and aliens and whatever. But it's incredibly informative because we do our research. We know stuff that's going on that nobody else is paying attention to. I mean, literally, Acapulco, which used to be a huge tourist destination for U.S. citizens, is gone, and nobody knew about it. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. But and these... I think part of it is just people don't want to go out of their way yeah. to do the research. They mm -hmm. want it you know, there and ready for them, but when it's not, they're not going to go out of their way to actually. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like yeah. it, it's like a storefront. The the big sale items are always right there in front. Yes. But you got to walk past that and get further into the aisles. The stuff is there, but you it won't be presented to you. You've got yes. to go find it. Well, yeah. my, you need my, to know what to look for. That's yeah. the thing. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what to look for, Acapulco just got wiped off the face of the planet. Right. You're right. not going to probably find it unless you really do some digging. And there's there's certain things about that. So you have to look at alternate news sources with an extremely critical eye. Um, with the onset of social media news, quote-unquote, 
you have a lot of what we call yellow journalism. Um, if the journalist, quote unquote, doesn't have the facts, they don't really get in too much trouble right? by just making them up. Fill in the gaps on your own. Make it as spectacular as you can because all we're looking for is clicks. I don't care if the public is informed or not. And I would suggest for anyone to go back and give themselves a little history lesson where where the yellow kid comes from, where yellow journalism comes from, and why their journalistic world surrounds itself around a Pulitzer Prize. Mm. Um, there is a lot of evidence that a war in the United States was started by bad journalism. Men and women die on bad information. And there's nothing more frustrating to me because people will look at you and say, I saw it online. I read it in an article. <laughs> Who the hell wrote it? Um, Where did it come from? I only get my news from the onion. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and see, here's onion the, and Babylon B. Yeah. That's right. the here's sun. the thing about the onion. The onion is brilliant. It's a satirical source of information and it's supposed to be. Yes. They at no point present anything yes. like it's real. Yes. I'm talking about the charlatans that go out there and and try to sell you something that isn't real. And I know so many people out there are going, oh, like CNN and, and Fox News. <laughs> right. Look, there's a difference. CNN and Fox are there for the ratings. They're going to put forth information that they have that they know the majority of you are going to use. Not good news, just popular news. And so that is why we get into situations like what we have now. Mm -hmm. I had a journalism teacher who taught me the difference between news and Mick news. Mick news is what Steve's talking about, what Emmy's talking about, what you're talking about. This is the bright, shiny junk that they want you to consume, but it has absolutely no substance or, or, or credibility to it. Let me correct that. It's got a little bit of credibility to it because in a lot of situations you have to have the Mirage Men's secret, right? Right. What do the Mirage Men do? I'm going to present you with two or three facts. Other than that, it's going to be all BS, and you're not no, going to know the difference. conjecture. Yeah. That's the problem. Absolutely. It's just one talking head giving you their take on it hour after hour after hour. So people out there might be saying, okay, well, who can I go to? All right, well, I'm going to tell you who to go to. You can go to the mainstream media. You can look at it, but you still need to understand Fox News will only ever present you information from the right side. They didn't even talk about the time that they were sued by Dominion. And so you're talking to someone who knows Fox News inside and out. They didn't even know that they were getting sued because Fox ain't going to talk about that. CNN, same way, but they're going with the left understand that they're allowed to do this because you pay for their services via cable, via news service, however. Uh, that's changed over the years. But when Ted Turner and and Murdoch started these things, this is what they were after. Yeah, this is money. what they mm -hmm. wanted. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be looking for something that is, is impartial, you're going to have a rough time of it. But there are organizations out there that literally level these news services, they gauge them as to right, left, or in the middle. If you want to find a good news service, find a service that suits you. Not one that tells you what you want to hear. Find a service that gives you news and then look it up to see if it's credible and you will be able to find that out. 
because there are certain organizations that can and will sue if you start putting out bad information. And they have every right to do so. Uh, you're not allowed to be libelous. You're not allowed to go on and, and you know, defame somebody or, or, or talk about something like that. There's We have laws in place. So make sure that you're doing your homework if you want to know the news. As for what's going on in our conversation, what we're talking about now, that is stuff that I haven't seen. Uh, it's not plastered all over the place. Why? Right. Because there are two wars happening. Because there is a huge election coming up. Because there's a lot of different stuff that they want us to see. I don't think it's a smokescreen. I think it's just what they're getting paid for. Well, it's what they're getting paid it's, for. It's what the sponsors want to see. The real issue with that is, okay, so out of your 40-minute news broadcast, that's war, election, you know, protests, whatever, give me five minutes. Give me a, a world recap of, holy crap, there's some mm-hmm. big shit and items going on, like... That vacation to Iceland you were going to take? Maybe not. No, yeah, the road exactly. The Blue yeah. Lagoon's closed, folks. <laughs> yeah. It might not be there. The roads are melting currently and stuff's exploding. You're not going to Acapulco. You know, I mean, it's that kind of Give me a five-minute world news roundup that doesn't give me all the rest of that stuff. You want to know I who see. does that? You want to know who does that? Who does that? The BBC. The, BBD, uh, BBC, the BBC does an excellent job of looking at various countries around the world and giving you just that that uh, slight little five-minute bit. Hey, this is what's happening right. over here. This is what's you happening there. else used to be really good at that? And I don't know if this even exists anymore because I haven't paid attention when I'm going through airports. But like that Sky News or whatever it yeah, used to be. Sky News used yeah. to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're around anymore. I don't know if they do. But they, are they? All right. Grant is nodding that, yes, they are around. <laughs> but yeah, they're really great about it because... Sky News. That's the whole right. thing. Yeah. That's the whole idea. The whole Where are you going? What you yeah. doing? Right. We're going to get you tra- there, and here's what's happening. Yeah, we're tra- you're traveling the world. You might not want to go to Iceland. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. Not right but, now. So that's my biggest worry about this, though, is if people aren't paying attention to this, what else are they not paying attention to? You'd be amazed. I'm going to tell you right now. I wrote two to three stories about an event that was taking place here in Sheridan. Pretty big event. Got more likes on the finished story than anything I've ever posted in my entire life. It's close to 900 now. Somebody got on there and said, wow, I wish this was publicized. (laughs) I had the individual on the show. I I wrote two separate stories about where and when. I then did two news breaks once we got information about when these individuals were going to be showing up. And so it was all over. Like, next time I'm just going to have to walk door to door. <laughs> right. You know, people, and, and you're the one who taught me this. When you were serving in local government, mm-hmm. what do people want? They want the lights on. Yep. They want the water running. They want the trash picked up. And they want to be able to drive on the streets. That's the four as top l- things. As long as you cover these they got their heads, and I'm not saying everybody. Right. But I'm sorry. The majority of us have got our heads in the sand. I'm going to work. I'm picking up the kids. I'm listening to five minutes of news at best. And so what do I get? 
I get the popular stuff, right. the stuff that's in my face. <clears throat> At night, I go home and I turn on my Fox News and feel that I'm informed because I haven't really taught myself that they're only going to tell me what I want to hear as a Republican. And I always, I always, we always have the conversation at home with the pretty Aaron, the better Aaron, my wife, that like, how nice would it be to be a dare? And by that, I mean, you get up, you do your little morning routine, get in your car, you go to work, you put, you know, nut A on bolt B and make your widget. You stop, you get a six-pack of beer on the way home, you sit, have a couple of beers, watch Jeopardy, have dinner, go to bed. Wash, rinse, repeat. Do mm -hmm. that every day. How much easier would life be w being like that than being like this, <laughs> where you're like <laughs> just enveloped in, oh, crap, 2,800 earthquakes. Oh, crap. You know, Yellowstone is 365,000 years over when it's supposed to have gone off. Oh, crap. You know, here's what's going on with near-Earth objects. Oh, crap. Here's, and I there, mean, there has to be a healthy balance. Because people that are too involved in it, I mean, that's just going to ruin your mental health. It does. It Period, absolutely full does. Period, stop. The world has a lot of terrible things happening. Absolutely. Every yeah. day. And you can't carry that weight. No, and you cannot carry that weight. So and what can you do be, about it anyway? Yes. Well, that's yeah. the thing. And it has to be a healthy balance. And, you know, obviously be conscious. You say the word. Conscientious. Yeah. Conscientious. Con <laughs> Now you got me, Conscientious. You. Yeah. you know what? Uh, I, about, I have it right here. Hyenas. And that's the show. <laughs> Goodbye. No. <laughs> but you have to be aware. There we go. There, there you go. Yeah. yeah. You have to be aware of, like, you know, what you want to do for yourself, mm -hmm. your family, and you have to make that priority. Because if you try to take on so many problems in the world by yourself, it's just going to ruin you. And if you want to be informed, if you do want to be informed, don't sit there and only watch CNN and only watch Fox. You have to broaden your horizon past that. Yes. You are not getting the full story. Mm -hmm. You may be getting facts, but you're only getting half of them. You're not getting 98% of the stories. That's the thing. I mean, you're getting the wars. You're getting the election. You're getting... Yeah, maybe some celebrity stuff, but you're not getting actual news. Mm -hmm. You're not getting what's going on around the world. You're getting those little snippets that that seemingly you're told affect you the most. Because they if, get clicks. If this, if this volcano goes off in Iceland, that's going to have impact if you're trying to travel. It could have impact on what was it, 1816, I believe, a volcano went off, and they called that the year without a summer. Because even though it was not cataclysmic like super volcano, it's still the the sun was occluded. World temperatures for two years went down by like a degree, which you wouldn't think that would be that big of a deal. But actually, there were crop failures. Oh, yeah. there was, I mean, oh, this, yeah. this stuff can have impacts on little Joe Schmo in Podunk, wherever that you don't think about. Not to worry about it, but you should at least be informed. Well, like right. you said, you could sources be, should be informing. You could be a farmer down in Chile, right? And a volcano goes off on the other side of the world, and it affects the atmosphere to the point where, like you said, all of a sudden your crops are dead, and you have no idea why. Yeah, butterfly effect. Like, yep. what the hell's going on? Yep. So it's, but then again, like you and uh, the better Aaron were talking about, 
can we live within a chosen ignorance? I yes. think most people do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Honestly. I do. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't watch the news. It makes me sad. Like, it makes me so right. sad. I sure. refuse to watch it because, you know, they'll put in a flowery story every once in a while. But what, from what I see, I just have no interest in just feeling bad for the whole day after watching news in the morning. Because, again, <laughs> again, and it's, it's or not. Or lay awake at night if I watch right, it at yeah. night. That's the opposite. Yeah. I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's the presentation of the information. I think it's the presentation of the information without the ability to do anything about it. Yes. Mm -hmm. The feeling of powerlessness is, is why I avoid certain things. Um, because I can take that energy and I can focus it somewhere where I can make an impact. And that's a better place to put your energy, right? As opposed to, well, I can't do anything about it, but walk around in a circle in a room for the next three days. Well, you're not really ever going to accomplish anything with that. So focus your energies on on places that you can make an impact, things that you can do something about. Yes. And the best way to do that, local. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Local news, local support, local business. And I know here, you know, in what we do, we're constantly touting local. But the thing of it is, the reason why we do that is because that is where it's affecting you the most. The majority of people in this world are good. Whether people want to admit that or not, the majority of people in this world are good. Grant and I play video games, right? Now, one thing that they found, if I give you the option in a video game to be evil, they have found that the vast majority of people will choose to do the right thing. No matter what. How incredible is that? Mm -hmm. I'm not robbing from a real person. I'm not hurting a real person. This is a digital human being. But the vast majority choose to do the right thing, even when doing the wrong thing will benefit them more. That's a testament to the human spirit. We are, believe it or not, with Maybe not with these wars going on right now, but we live in a time that is not as violent mm -hmm. as it has been in the past. The world is not as bad as everyone wants you to think. And there's not as much difference between a Republican, a Democrat, a Libertarian, and every other political party in the United States as they want you to believe it is. Okay, they do that to you so that you absorb this news, so that you you pick your side, join your team, eat us all the them. information, yeah. us and them. Mm -hmm. That's not the way it truly is. Back in the day, people never used to talk about their politics. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something that they were very open about unless they were actively involved. And the reason being, you and I can get along just fine. Right. Literally. Bring that into it. We do a great it job. Blow up. We could be neighbors borrowing each other's lawnmowers and helping each other out during the harvest. And the minute I find out that you're on the other side, all of a sudden this friendship starts to break down. That makes no sense to me. Right. None at all. Because we're not as different as everybody thinks. What it boils down to is how are we spending the money? That's it. How are we spending the money? And I feel that morality and politics have been mixed 
when they shouldn't be. Exactly. You start you start pulling in religion, which, by the way, I will say this: God has no place in government. Whether that there's five thousand gods, separation of church and state, separated. Yeah. You want to worship? Worship at your place of worship. That is why it's there. Mm-hmm. And the reason why the founding fathers put that in the document wasn't just to protect the government from religion; it was to protect religions. From the government. Mm-hmm. Look at the Church of England. The king stood up one day and said, no, no one here is Catholic anymore. Because I said so. Done and done. How long did that war rage on for? How many people were burned at the stake over that one? Mm. Just because they decided, no, I'm still Catholic. Well, tore a country apart. Get it out of there. There's no place in it. And it's, and like Emmy said, the morality of it all. I'm allowed to live by the morals and values that I deem appropriate for me and my family. Mm-hmm. I don't want you coming in to my house and telling, telling me, what's, me what's immoral. That's exactly. right. Exactly. Exactly. Just as much as you don't want me coming in your house and doing the exact same thing. Now but imagine that's what it's turning into. That is exa- that's yes. exactly what it's turning into. Because that's why there's such a divide right now between political parties. Because when I was younger, it was the same thing. We didn't talk about it. I had no idea my mother was a Republican until way later on in life. But now it's turning into taking away people's rights just for being who they are. Yes. You know, and they focus so much on that kind of stuff now, too. And it's like, but what are your actual political stances? Not your moral stances, your political stances. Tell me that. Because I could agree with it. I don't know. Yeah. But right now, I don't want anything to do with you because your morals are different than mine. So maybe if the news did talk about all the rest of this stuff, it would be better than seeing politics yes. all the time. All oh my the gosh. time. Yeah. It's, it's oh, yeah. thrown in everybody's face. It's literally put up there by the two bigwigs. Yeah. And what are the two bigwigs? I've said it about eight times this show alone. <laughs> There you go, you're liberals. There you go, you're conservatives. And if you're not one, you're the other. And if you're not with one of us, then you're against us both. Mm-hmm. That is not what this country's about. No. no. And I'd much rather see a live stream of the volcano. Show me the volcano. Yeah. Instead of yeah. 18 hours Maybe of... then I watch the news. I don't know. <laughs> right. But seriously. But it, adverse to that, they're not showing you any of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know. I think that, I think that it's, it's not news. No. Yes. Anymore. Yep. No. I mean, it just isn't. It just doesn't. It's the reality show of the U.S. government. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That is. <laughs> and the more drama, the more we love it. And we might sit there and be like, oh, no, I want an efficiently running government. No, you don't. The challenge today is Biden has to get through this bucket of pudding. <laughs> <laughs> well, wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> Having me the magic egg. If he wants egg. to be reelected. <laughs> but Steve, did, did you know about this stuff? I mean, coming in here, did I, you have yeah. you heard about any of this? Otis made the news somewhere and found it into my into my consciousness. Because right, you heard the name your personal of the zeitgeist. Yeah, I, yeah. Somehow. And Acapulco, I know, was in there a little bit, but yeah, I mean, it was after all the other stuff. Somehow that filtered its way in. It wasn't top story, but I don't know if it is. I mean, I guess you have to kind of like, you know, prioritize this stuff. You know, what what affects people in the U.S.? Acapulco does, but does it affect as, as much as wars going on? I don't know. That's kind of hard to weigh. Right. Again, right. the spending, right? Yeah. Where's the money going? Yep. yep. We've got to keep an eye on the money. 
Yeah. But $7 billion disappeared during the Iraq war, and I don't think they found it yet. <laughs> they never will. <laughs> it is gone, baby, gone. Ooh. Wars and money. Money just disappears during <laughs> yeah. wars, and there's been wars going on for you know a couple generations the now. The fog so. of war is great <laughs> yeah. for money laundering, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, some, I, and I didn't go looking for that stuff. Somehow, little pieces of it found its way in, and I don't know. I couldn't tell you where from. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't totally off my radar. You know, when it when it comes to events like this, like like we said, you're going to have to go off and you're going to have to search it for yourself. Just look it up online. Find that news source that you like. Check its credibility. It's that easy. It's literally a Google search. But that's the weirdest part of this whole thing is like, okay, you go out and you look at Daily Mail or you look at Reuters or you look at Al Jazeera or you look at whatever. They're all reporting on this. Well, if you want the truth, people are scared of Al Jazeera. I get, I get that. And and Reuters, uh, for as amazing as that news service is, by the way, yes, that is, in my opinion, that's one of the better ones. Yep. Um, they're not as popularized. Like, when's the last time, unless you follow them, you saw a, a one of their stories just pop up on your feed? Oh, it never does. I've never, never does. heard of either of those. That's, that's the number one source for me is Reuters. That's the one. Is I, it? Yeah. Well, that's fantastic yeah. because see, they really are good. Because this is more impactful maybe for travel to and from Europe, BBC's reporting on it. Yeah. So all these major news sources are reporting on it, but nobody is seeing it because it's not that, like you said, you know, that top news story, mm-hmm. that top priority, even though it could be. Within the next couple of days, it could be. Right, yeah. We have a horrible mentality here in the United States. If I didn't produce it, it ain't the best. Right. We're the best. Yeah. America, bald eagle, in the background, flying overhead. Right. And we're there, not. And there's another we thing don't pay think, attention to the rest of the world as much as we should. I think our news kind of fails a bit at, at, at looking at what's coming, too. It's all reactive. Yeah. Like, we wait until the yeah. thing. It, now it's going on. Now we're going to report on it. But it, it, there was no warning ahead of time, even though... There was probably good discussions to be had around things that are possibly going to happen. I'm going to make a prediction. So today is the 14th of November, 2023. I'm going to predict that within the next two days, the volcano going off will be in the news cycle. <laughs> you think because so? it's going to be reactive. They're going to yeah. be like, oh, yeah. my God, right. this yes. volcano just went off. Right. Da, da, da. Yeah. And yeah. they're going to be, it's going to be, you know, like just overdone, overdramatized. Mm-hmm. Like, Nobody knew this was coming. Yeah. Then you'll get the 24-hour stream of it. Yeah. Yes. yes. Exactly. Of all the carnage and all the at, stuff that's the going on. The carnage and the yeah. burning yeah. and 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 you know the the flow coming down the hill mm-hmm. and the yep. the bubbles. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Give me action, baby. It sells. <laughs> that's the thing though is like okay, so 4,000 people evacuate. That's not sexy news. This is just people leaving, right? Right. Roads are melting. Ah, it's kind of cool because roads are melting. Once it goes off, oh yeah, a flow mm. going the, over the top of cars as they yes. burn. Yeah, that's dramatically. Good, that's good yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good pictures. That will make mm-hmm. the news cycle for at least a few hours <laughs> until Biden trips getting off of a plane. <laughs> until he has that pudding, <laughs> that pudding contest. Yeah, I would totally watch that. I had to be ice cream if Biden's going to participate. But I think Steve's one hundred percent accurate in that it's very reactionatory. It's it just. It's, oh, we had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's cover this. Okay. How many scientists I mean, are just sitting there 
just frustrated as all oh. hell in this world going, we've been telling you about this crap yeah. for 50 years. And then every time it gets reported, it's got some sort of spin on it. And it's like, oh, yeah. that's not what we're trying to say. Right. But this organization goes that way. This organization yeah. goes that well, way. Well, okay, climate change has been made so freaking political that mm-hmm. it's just holy crap. And that's the thing. Why? Like Because it's something I can politicize. Yeah. And it's something that I can get elected on. That is why it's politicized. Grant, grant Sam money. Exactly. It's industries, man. It's huge industries in the United States that have helped to build this country, but want to retain that mm. power. Yeah, it's all about control and it's money. It's all about control and money. And I know we're not telling like the, the usual conspiracy theorists anything that they don't know here, but the fact of the matter is... It's just that's it. That's the bottom line. You think your political elected leaders run this country, and you are wrong. Oh, that's that's gonna <laughs> be you an episode. That's the wrong. New world order. <laughs> These political leaders do exactly what they're told by the people who fund their campaigns. Yes. If I get you in office, you owe me a favor, mm-hmm. and that favor is we're gonna you're gonna pay to get on that committee. So that when the laws and the bills come up, you strike them down in favor of me or you pass them. Mm-hmm. Whatever I decide, that's the way the country runs. If you want to keep your head in the sand on that and believe that the political leaders are the one in charge, that's fine. That's your choice. Mm-hmm. The rest of us will look at the situation as it is. Is there anything that we can do about it? No. No, there's not. Right. Because mm-hmm. what does everybody say? Well, we'll just we'll just we'll clean the swamp. No, you won't. <laughs> no, no, no. That's an illusion, too. Yeah. They want you to think that it's, you can clean the deep. swamp. And the swamp every, is deep. And every single political leader that's running is going to be the one to do it. And no, they're not. <laughs> they're joining the crowd just like everybody else. I think at the top levels, especially, you don't get to those top levels without having a lot of support behind. you. Yeah. Right. Uh, and like you were saying earlier, though, the local stuff, there's more accountability and there's less corruption at the local level. Yes, and 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 controls are in place on purpose. Is this the way the country's run? Yes, but are those controls there? Yes. Now, people want to say, oh, well, the government's corrupt. We're the probably one of the least corrupted governments <laughs> right. in the United oh, States. Easily. Whether, we're, giving, we're giving the federal government too much power. It needs to get put back to states, back to local, and that helps curb the growth of that corruption. God, yes. Yes, I, I cannot agree with you more. Um, I believe that the federal government should be there to basically make federal law, which should be rare, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. fight my wars Mm -hmm. and protect my interests overseas. Yep. We had somebody call into our show once who asked us, you know, why are we the world's police? We're not. I'm not over there for humanitarian efforts. I'm over there because that's where I get my oil. (laughs) <laughs> humanitarian <laughs> efforts are just to side things so that the pictures look better i'm only feeding those kids so that i can take the mineral that's in the ground that's another truth that you just have to come to grips with uh it's the way the world works it's it's neither good nor bad but we are a capitalistic economy and that economy feeds the government and that's the way it is so we're not the world's police we have interests valuable enough to warrant a carrier group. <laughs> right. Yep. That's all that is. Yep. Um, so, uh, y- yeah. 
Are you stepping off? And so I, 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 <laughs> the soapbox. I'm trying. I, I gotta. I gotta take a breath. <laughs> Taking a break. I'm just. I'm just saying. It's neither good nor bad. Everybody wants to say how corrupt the United States government is, but we have so many controls in place. And I hear people talking about these conspiracy theories. And one reason why we founded the Jackalopes wasn't just to talk about conspiracy theories, but it was to debunk them as well. Mm-hmm. And that one drives me crazy the most. Is there corruption in the government? you goddamn right there is. Well, it has to be. But mm-hmm. we There's also have everything. We've everything. got internal affairs looking at everything. We've got other individuals who would gladly speak up and blow the whistle. Um, people are intrinsically good. That's what I'm trying to say. It reminds me of, I don't know if you guys have ever watched the Hunger Games, but there mm-hmm. is the Capitol and the Resistance. And the leader of the Resistance, they finally gained control over the Capitol. And the Resistance was just as bad. Right. Yeah. They, they, became they instantly them. wanted yeah. a, another Hunger Games. That's just how things work at that yeah. level. And I think you have to remember that like it, the world's been going to hell ever since we crawled out of the trees in the oceans. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those facts of life. Yeah. And what, what matters is how you interact with everybody that you come into contact with on right. a daily basis. That's where the change yes. is. There's a, there's a great quote out of a very obscure cartoon. But uh, it, what was it? Uh, a conspiracy was hatched against the third caveman. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Yeah, because that's just the way it is, man. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Next time on Jackalope. <laughs> the third caveman. That would just be a good title. That because, would be a yeah. good, I like that. Yeah. As long as you understood the saying. So, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those uh, situations where we have to look at the information that's given to us. Uh, well, and I would go further and say we have to look for the information that isn't. Yeah. Yes. 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 You know, you you get a a piece of a story. You know, okay, well, everybody's fleeing, let's say, Gaza and going to Egypt. Is that true? Do some fact checking. That's the thing. It's the old. I think it was Reagan. Trust but verify. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I use that all the time. I'm like, okay, I trust that you're telling me a truth, but it's up to me to not just go spewing that. I yes. need to go research that. Before I'm going to talk about it, mm-hmm. I uh, need to know what's actually going on before I just go, "Hey, Floyd, did you hear this?" <laughs> you know, because that's that's the worst part is people hear these snippets on the news and they take it and they just run with it. Mm-hmm. Where there's only you're you're gleaning a bit of information from the surface and it's not at all the real story or the whole story or anything, but you have to go in search of actual news. I mean, I found all of this stuff over the course of the last couple of days, just bing, bang, bang. You, if you don't know what you're looking for, you don't know to look for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you do start knowing what to look for, man, it's it's out there and it's in front of you. Well, what does Steve always said? Change your algorithm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Change your algorithm, folks. Uh, do yourself a favor and for just two days, start looking up alternative news sources that you can trust and that you've researched and your algorithm will follow suit. Steve, well, yeah. am I correct? What I purposely do is I, I spend as much time interacting with people I disagree with on social media as people I agree with. And that way I get literally back to back in my feed mm-hmm. contradictory things. And I can look at both of them and say, okay, where's the real truth amongst both of these yeah. perspectives? Yeah, because it's probably going to land somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, another thing that people need to realize, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party are not as big as you think. The majority of Americans fall in the middle. Mm-hmm. A huge majority 
of Americans fall in the middle. And, and in truth, we're the ones who decide the fate of this country. And so you get this stuck in this cycle where it's us and them, us and them, us and them. When once you actually look at the numbers and you start talking to people on the street, you realize there is no us and them. We're all one people. Yeah, it's usually us and us. Us <laughs> yeah. and us. And, and it all boils down to how us is spending the money. That's, that's the big debate that's going on. Um, so again, change your algorithm. Uh, do what Steve said. You know, go, some, go to another news source that you don't agree with. Mm -hmm. Read what uh, they're talking about. I saw a woman put up a great video. She was in a gym, and they had two TVs going. One was CNN, one was Fox. They were both uh, basically broadcasting the exact same speech from the president. And uh, it was Biden, so guess uh, which, <laughs> which news service made him actually look like he had a tan. And the other news service whitewashed him out to make him look sickly. And she held this up and showed it. And it was just a stark contrast where you're like, holy cow, like they can go and they can do that. They can make someone look sick. They can make someone look healthy and tan and they will take steps to do so, mm -hmm. which is just disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Because then, you know, when you're talking to grandpa who's Fox News dedicated, he's like, the old man looks like hell. <laughs> and you're like, well, yeah, because that's what grandpa saw. Yeah. The old man right. looks like hell. He's not wrong. That's just what they showed him. Well, but that's the thing is you have to go out and see the truth is kind of the point is you can't you can't trust any of this stuff. You got to dig a little deeper. You got to find those things that interest you. I mean, how many times for how many years have we talked about UFOs on this show? When we were live on Friday mornings on the radio before we took this to a podcast, talked about UFOs all the time. Yeah. Years later, Congress has hearings about it, and everybody's like, what? <laughs> right. UFO what? Uh, right. And it, well, it's now it's UAP, so you guys are wrong. <laughs> okay. You change the nomenclature, the whole thing. Yeah. Whatever, I don't think but... that's going to catch on. I think UFO is going to stick. UFO, oh, it's gonna I mean, come on. Yeah. It's so much more fun to say. Yeah. UAP. UAP. Just doesn't, it doesn't, uh, how yeah. far ahead of the curve were we on that? Pretty far. Pretty far. Steve, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, Schreffler, our uh, IT guy programmer here here in the building, man, he was leaps and he was weeks ahead of anybody oh, reporting have, on artificial intelligence. It may have been a few months, I actually, mean, before it hit, hit mainstream news. He we started were talking around with ChatGPT oh, before wow. it ever crossed anyone's lips on a major news network. Yeah, yeah. long before any strike. Right. Long before it became, you know, popular within the zeitgeist. Uh, you guys were, you know, hey, check this out. I can do this. Hey, check it. Because it was a toy. Mm -hmm. right. it, it was a toy. Uh, because we hadn't realized the damage that this thing could actually do to people's careers. You know, writers and screenwriters. Mm -hmm. and, and it's just it's just horrible to think about that. But uh, that's, a, that's a different matter. I, I don't think it's artificial intelligence. I think we should be putting... A different tag on that because artificial intelligence to me is is a computer program that's going to look at me and say no right it's I actually it, intelligent yeah, i think it's, it's it's artificial as in the same way artificial watermelon flavor tastes like watermelon. there you go it right. doesn't go. at all oh, yep so <laughs> yeah. it's, it's but it's so still gross. it's still watermelon flavor but it's artificial i think the artificial is the it's in front of intelligence for a reason 
Okay. Yes. I, I, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's not uh, sentient. No, it's not. Sentient. It's not sentient. Let's not get it to that point. <laughs> Agree. I just kind of feel bad because this is pretty factual. So there's nothing really for Steve to debunk in this. No, <laughs> no I mean, it's except a, for maybe Planet X causing I mean, some of this. The, the causes are, you know, who knows what's causing it. I think one thing we haven't touched on is climate change yeah. could be a factor in there. Um, you know, increased rainfall, increased temperatures are going to probably affect plate tectonics in some way. Um, so it's probably a factor in there somehow. But And, and better detection is going to show us more earthquakes. Um, but but I think the same thing is you know, there, there are a lot of them going on, and it does seem like there are more than normal. So. Think about what's going to happen as as the climate continues to warm. People in the equator are not going to be able to live there. Where are they going to go? Gonna start moving both directions. Damn right south. they are. Yep. So if you think this problem is big now, you wait until there's not a couple hundred thousand people at the border. You wait until there's millions of people at that border. And by that time, it's going to start affecting you personally as well, because right. food supplies and stuff are going to start to change. Nationalism and- is going to crop up like you've never, ever seen it before. Then it will be us and them. And I'm not saying I support that because I don't. I don't have an answer for that. But the migration either in my lifetime, maybe my daughter's lifetime, is going to be amazing if these temperatures don't stop. They're going to go north, they're going to go south, and there ain't that much South America. There's a whole lot of North America. (laughs) Right, yeah. So they're packing their bags, and they're going to show up. And if you think the nationalism is horrible in this country now, you wait until there's millions upon millions of people Pushing their way through your gate. Oh, yeah. we're pretty close already. Yeah, it's last it, count was in the last what several years. I think we're knocking on the door eight million people, and that's so, the and tip that's, of the and that's melting just, iceberg. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So it's yeah. I don't know, but you don't. Again, unless it's somehow sensationalized, you don't even hear about that. Mm-hmm. No, I mean it's you're being spoon fed the same three freaking stories <laughs> over and over and over day, again, yeah. no matter where you go. And that's 24-hour news coverage, folks. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> on a loop. Yep. All the time. <laughs> it's just a different talking head talking about the same thing that the last talking head talked about. Yeah, we're going to well, bring in our next expert. And we've all seen that video, right, where people are like, uh, they, they're trying to bash on journalism when they're all reading, like, one thing, mm-hmm. and then it shows, like, a bunch of different channels yeah. doing it, that, right? That's a prepared statement by the parent company. Thank that's you very, not news. That's not news. Yeah. It was a prepared statement by the company that owned all of those news channels. That is not unknown. That's not unrealistic. Here at Sheridan Media, we're lucky enough we own us because somebody who owned it before us had the foresight to say, I'm not going to take millions of dollars and sell to this conglomerate. So that that's the only news that my city that he loves would receive. No, he wanted Sheridan people, Wyoming people reporting on Sheridan and Wyoming problems. And that's what we've got. That's not the general uh, uh, belief in news. You've got parent companies in Chicago, Detroit, New York, L.A., San Francisco, all over the world. And they send out statements, this is what we believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say it. This is what we want you to say. 
Now, that doesn't mean that they're not reporting on things locally, okay? Because that's their job. They're going to go out. They're going to report on this stuff. But ultimately, they're owned by someone who doesn't live there and who's probably never visited your town. So by supporting locally owned journalism, you're getting opinions and, and facts and editorials from people on the ground right there. They're not being told what to believe. But when I saw that video, I was like, wow, whoever prepared this as like this big statement of conspiracy (laughs) had no idea how media actually works. Because that's not a surprise. Right. As soon as I saw that video, I was like, well, yeah. 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 Fox affiliates. CNN uh, uh, CNN affiliates. Yep. That's, yeah. Comes out on the wire. And that's, here's what you get. AP affiliates. That's an affiliation. That's the way it's operated. Yeah, it's like complaining about the same episode of the TV show running on all your local TV stations. Yes. They're an NBC affiliate. They all run the same shows. Right. And even on the local level, like our stations that we all run here, the same newscast runs on those stations. That's just how consolidation works. Yeah. So if you take that on a nationwide basis and you got companies that own stations across the country, you're going to start hearing similar stuff on those. It's just more efficient to do it that way. Uh, I'm, I'm here to we tell you. We need a 24-hour WNN Weird News <laughs> <Yeah>. Network. <laughs> this comes to actual, like, this kind of stuff. And it's a double-edged Chupacabra. sword. You know, back Chupacabra. In the, yeah, Chupacabra. Back in the day, the low-budget stuff looked low-budget. But now you can have somebody in a little room in their apartment producing stuff that looks legit. Yeah. And and there's good yeah, and bad things about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. And, and, if, and if those people are, are doing their job, they're going to find some sort of niche that isn't being already covered by everybody else. And that's how they're going to get the attention. So I think there's a good thing about that is there's a lot more information available to us now. Uh, the, the trick is filtering through it and finding, you know, which guy just, you know, pulling it out of thin air and just making it up as he goes versus somebody who's actually got some real news to, to report. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm going to say, journalists are journalists. They're not geologists. Right. They're not genealogists. They're not scientists. They're messengers. They're the town crier. They're not the baker. They're not the blacksmith. Find an expert. Listen to experts. Because that's what journalists should be doing. Mm-hmm. I find an expert. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about this. Who do I go talk to about this? That's the story. The minute you have journalists as talking heads giving you, oh, this is this is what I think should go down. You're a journalist. What the hell do I care what you think? <laughs> I'm sorry, but seriously, right. you might know a lot of stuff, but you're a jack of all trades. And yeah. if you're not, you should be. Their, their knowledge is wide, but not deep. Mm-hmm. And, and that's their job. It's okay that it's that way. I think one reason why I actually succeed as a radio show host and a journalist is because I'm that way. I've got a wide berth of knowledge, but it's not overly deep. Mm-hmm. I know a little bit about a lot. Right. Other than that, I'm going to go find someone who knows a lot about X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And that's what you should be listening to. That's who you should be listening to. You start listening to journalists that are making stuff up, and you've got the Mexican-American War. Mm. Yeah. Yep. If you want to really know about some of the kind of more interesting things, quantum physics, st- string theory, whatever, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Michio Kaku. Brian Cox. I mean, Brian Cox. Go look those guys up. I mean. Geniuses. And they can put it in terms that you'll understand. 
and it's amazing. And you can learn so, so much from those guys. And there's other people out there too that I've watched a couple of guys, geologists that are looking at this, what's going on in Iceland. And they're like, Oh yeah, we basically kind of knew that this was coming, Mm -hmm. but nobody really cared. Nobody (laughs) listened. Nobody, you know, because they're like, eh, no, I mean, there's teams of seismologists and geologists in Yellowstone monitoring all the time, the caldera constantly, That's 24 hours a day, seven days job. a week. Yep. When did you hear a story about those guys? Never. Yeah. Unless you go looking for it. I mean, there's guys out there with GIS and GPS data looking at this stuff going, eh, well, this, this portion moved, you know, one eighth of a millimeter. That's a problem. Because they're experts in their field. Those are the guys that you should be paying attention to. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, somebody once said, uh, you know the the varying degrees of a world event based upon who a journalist is talking to. And if it's a physicist, we're all screwed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because those guys don't get pulled out of the shadows for anything (laughs) Not for just anything. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, I don't know. Uh, Aaron, I'm going to give you the last word on this. We we have really covered the gambit on this one, haven't we? Yeah, we did. Uh, we it, kinda... it, you know, talking about information, it's taken us off into politics. It's taken us off into experts. It's taken us off into how we feel about news. What do you think? Honestly, I mean, at the end of the day, trust but verify. Find something that, that piques your interest and do some digging. And people, I get it. You don't have time, but you got time to scroll reels. You got time to see who's eating what on Instagram. (laughs) Take five minutes and go, you know what? Yeah, I'm kind of intrigued by name the topic du jour and do some research into it. And you'll find out real quick who the experts are and who they're not, who the guys are that are just making crap up and pulling out of thin air and who the actual people that understand this stuff is. And they're all out there. I mean, you'd want to talk about UFOs. You want to talk about politics. You want to talk about geopolitical conflicts and why those are out there. There's an expert for everything. There really is. And there's a lot of charlatans for everything. But if you do the digging and you're all smart enough to do that, you'll find out exactly what you want to find out. And stay abreast of you don't have to be in-depth on how many volcanoes there are around the Pacific Rim or any of that. But... I always say, people, people, I get into this philosophical argument sometimes with the kids about, well, that guy's a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> and I'm like, he can't carry a conversation or tie his shoes. He can't function in society. That's not a genius to me. A genius to me is someone that's well-read, knowledgeable, and knows a lot about a lot of things at a surface level and deeper on the other things that they want to. Be that person. Don't be the dare. Be the person that's actively involved. And you don't have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders with it. But sometimes they're just good freaking stories. (laughs) That's perfect. You've been listening to Jackalopes Explore.